Hey guys, it's James. You know, since I couldn't be on the show this week, I thought I'd just uh, leave you guys uh, a message with some audio on it that you could use, and just uh, cut me into the show. So nobody else, uh, you know, the listeners miss me or anything. So uh, here we go. Man, did you guys see this week's episode of The Legend of Korra? Hannibal. Justified. It was great. This week I saw a movie from this year that was kind of mediocre. This week's movie that we saw was good. Everyone should see it. Bad. No one should see it. Disappointing. I wanted more blood. Nudity. Writing. Alright, I uh, hope that helps with the show, guys. See you later. Have fun. Welcome to Real Nerds Podcast, unofficially the official podcast of Denver Comic Con 2014 and beyond. I am your wonderful, most excellent host, Ryan, and to my left is Reggie, and to farther to my left is... <laughs> I'm still the third guy in this show. That's God, fucked up. All right, uh, I'm Brad. Hey, Brad, how's it going today? Do you just want do you just want to bail? Yeah, fuck it. Let's just go. Yeah, we've done this for so long. Yeah, you know, might as well. Let's take a week off. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, see ya. Bye. Bye. Yeah, we're back. <laughs> Shortest episode Shortest ever. Shortest episode ever. Um, James isn't here because uh, I don't know if you got this message from him, but apparently he's taking it up the butthole in some Turkish prison. It's a weird thing to admit to I your know. friends. You think he'd just gloss over, like, oh, yeah, I went on vacation. I went out of the country. Yeah, he could give us any reason, and we wouldn't have followed up on it except for this one. Yeah, and he's, like, tweeting about how Turkish prisons love his bunghole, but, you know. Yeah. Hey, but teach their D- own. Did you get the inv- invite to the coming out party? No, I didn't. Oh, yeah. What's he coming out of? I wonder why he only sent it to me. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he has something special planned for oh, you. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, Brett, James isn't here, so yeah. we, we won't have to hear about David Mamet, um, Hannibal. Legend of Korra. Legend of Korra. Finally. Um, about how... Is he like? Prometheus. Prometheus. We won't be talking about that Star Trek Into Darkness Blu-ray debacle. I know. And we also won't be talking about... How we have to really watch Two Broke Girls, his favorite show from last year. Um, Uh, What else? Uh, Justified. Justified. Skipping all that information. And then when we actually get... Because if you've never listened to Real Nerds Podcast, every week we go see a new movie. And we tell you if you should see the movie or not before we spoil the movie for you. And uh, so this week you'll get right into the trailer a lot faster. We won't have to listen to one of James's long-winded, should you see this movie, yes or no. Yeah, and then I'll <laughs> say yes, you'll say no, and then we'll just play the trailer. <laughs> exactly. And he won't be saying, well, let me, let me just start by saying this. <laughs> and he'll go on and on and on and on and go start going into the review of the movie instead of waiting until after the trailer. I love weeks when one of us is missing because we can just rip on the other guy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so much fun. It is. It is lots of fun. But James isn't here. He'll be back next week. Yep. He's yeah. not here because he's out of protest. Yeah, because we went and saw Bad Grandpa, and he said, uh, I want to see the counselor and see Cameron Diaz masturbate on a car. Over 
uh, old man in makeup uh, yeah. fucking around with a little kid. Yeah, exactly. I bet we had more fun. I think we did. Stay tuned for the review of Bad Grandpa. If you're wondering how we can sound so good, log on to tweakedaudio.com, and when you're checking out with some sweet earbuds that they provide with you with, provide you with, enter Real Nerds into the promo code. Get a third off your whole order. Yeah, provide you with after you give them your money. Yeah, <laughs> after you give them your money. Yeah, that's always a thing. At a third off. And a third off. I a mean, third off of your money. Can't go wrong. Pretty sweet deal. It is a sweet deal. We're, we're changing up the show a little bit today, Brad. Awesome. Finally. Finally. <laughs> uh, we're going to start with fan My mail. My attention is peaked. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to start with fan mail, but this week, Brad is going to read the fan mail? I am? I, 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 you're right. I am. Um, I guess I should have had it queued up. Uh, that's all right. But you sprung it on me. I did. Um, How's your week going, Brad? Dude, <laughs> Real Nerds is so popular now that we've been so busy. I know, right? People want us to come out to their uh, web series premieres and... Uh, want a partner promoting their projects? Um, it's, it's it's a weird con- thing. New conventions in Denver want us to show up and do stuff. I don't. I, it's it's overwhelming. And plus, I've been filming. Yeah. Oh yeah, you've been filming a movie with a good friend Eileen, right? Yeah, Eileen. Uh, I think a year ago <laughs> we were mm-hmm. advertising yeah. uh, her Kickstarter, our Indiegogo campaign, and we finally shot um, a scene of it. Very cool. Today. And uh, for those of you who don't know, Brad is an amazing videographer. Oh, yeah. Camera operator. um, A cool director. And if you want to see what we do for fun um, when we're not recording a podcast, go to realnerdspodcast.com and click on the pod show link and you can see what shenanigans we're up to. Episode four, coming soon. Coming very soon. What a pain in the ass episode. (laughs) I know. You guys are really enthusiastic about it. is is it just my scripts that are like you guys? No, are like, no, it's not, that, not that I'm not enthusiastic about it. it. Just seems like it's just dragging. You know what the I mean? The filmmaking part. Yeah, yeah, it is. Not that it's it's funny. And when you send me, uh, for people who don't know, Brad always shares with us his rough cuts, and they're always funny. But I'm like, oh man, we shot that like three weeks ago, and <laughs> this end. Yeah. But it's 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 nearing its end, and it's funny. Yeah. And we got two more episodes to do. One of them, if it pans out, is going to be amazing. Yep. Uh, another one might kill me. It might, because you're just working so hard. Yep. <laughs> and uh, but no, it's fun. And so yeah. and stay tuned. We're gonna have a Blu-ray release of that. So, you know, the one one thing we didn't do that I'm disappointed is we didn't do us walking away from an explosion, like every other poster this year. Um, I think we can do that for the film explosion 2014. Sweet. Or is it 13? 13. Whoops. That's all right. Stay tuned for that though, because that's coming up really soon. Mm-hmm. We'll be chronological chronicling our favorite films it's two months away and like this week that's another like overwhelming thing is i was thinking oh i gotta make a poster for this one and <laughs> that was i was thinking of yeah us walking cool. out of an explosion um of yeah. movies but if you want brad make sure you email him brad at nebulousvisions.com and he'll go ahead and s- help you out no matter what and he'll what? do everything no, for you shut you. up he'll, he'll build websites and stop talking <laughs> <laughs> anyways what we got in the mail this week brad uh no that's good we'll talk about our stuff Ah uh, no, it is really cool. Um, did have you already shown at Emerging Filmmakers? Was it this week? What, what? Emerging Filmmakers? It was it this week or is it next week? Oh, uh, it was last week. It was last week. I don't even know. Last what, Thursday, dude. I do episode s- two. Yeah, I'm so busy. Oh, yeah, that I can't week. even remember what I'm doing sometimes. Yeah, I I can't um, stress enough how busy we've been these last few weeks. It's it's a blessing and it's also like a curse. Do you think we'll actually get to season two? Uh yeah, I think we will. Yeah. 
because like those are probably the best episodes but we're holding them back yeah we're holding them back um I mean, the fun thing is is because since we've been doing this pod show as our episodes are getting a little more outlandish a little more fun yeah and we're trying new things and we're trying new things so it's taking a little longer than i think we wanted it to but the finished product comes out really funny mm. and that's all that really matters and uh so yeah so stay tuned for season one and then we're going to take a break and we're going to have a writer summit and we're going to plan out our season yeah. and uh, then we'll be ready to go. It's pretty epic. Yeah. But yeah, you can also, if you log on to nebulousvisions.com, you can see all the other stuff Brad has been doing. All the other projects. Yeah. yeah. And Brad is, uh, oh, and there's also, you know, we don't hardly ever pimp ourselves out and Brad had an, a really funny interview for the Emerging Filmmakers Project on their website where he was interviewed Oh yeah, and yeah. He, you don't even remember <laughs> your own interview? The text interview, yeah. Um, Email and, interview, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty funny because ifpdenver.com. You're asked um, serious questions and you answer them in a really funny way. Well, I've done it twice before, mm-hmm. and so they they give you that survey each time. Mm. And since this is Halloween, I was like, I'll do a Halloween themed answer one. Yeah, it's it's fun. Yeah. So make sure you check that out, and even would it, uh, don't just check that out. Would it would even be even better so that maybe they will. Uh, want my movies is for people to show up because <laughs> i'm not really drawing a crowd <laughs> well make sure you start using you know our twitter feed and stuff brad you know yeah. you don't tweet very much i do on nebus visions uh twitter account then retweet it on real nerds okay you, you can do that brad you're part of both of us i would i'm just so busy ryan <laughs> <laughs> i'm just saying we're all so busy uh so but you can also see us uh Oh, wait. I don't know if that's for sure yet. <laughs> we'll wait <laughs> on that announcement. I don't even know what you're talking about now. I'm interested. Uh, we, we might be somewhere really soon. In November. Keep an eye out for us. Yep. Something to do with Denver Comic Con. But we can't... We sound like we're really important. Are we going to the Thor Aurora Rise thing? Um, yeah, why not? I mean, we'll have to wait till after Friday to see it. So uh, we'll have to wait a few days. I can see it twice. No matter. Okay. I still want to be the only one there again. Uh, yeah, that one was a horrible day. I was so mad that day. Yeah. Um, that had nothing to do with you or what we were doing. I just, I have a real job, and the real job is a pain in the ass. Uh, yeah, and I have a fake job, so. Well, Brad has a real <laughs> job, too, but for you, you can always leave at five, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, unless there's a crisis. Unless yeah. you're stuck at work. If someone doesn't show up, like a manager doesn't show up to my job, I have to stay. I have, someone has to keep yeah my store open so yep what do we got in the mail Brad feed meal alright Brad is doing the mail this week so it's probably gonna suck yeah well if I do anything on the show it's gonna suck so just you know why don't you you can skip ahead maybe oh. 10 minutes just fast forward and you'll get past my <laughs> uh, I bet it's gonna be great yeah first thing I'm gonna botch this name uh, sorry, Kyra Hiala. I want to say it's Hala. Is it Kyra? Kyra. Sorry. Yeah, we, we, uh, it's probably Kyra. We don't know. I apologize. We're sorry. Um, for future reference, if you do send an email in and you have a unconventional name, uh, feel free to do a Spell phonetic out. spelling out. Yeah. Um, because the name's really cool, but we want to make sure we say it yeah. right. So yeah, Kyra Hala, Yala. Mm-hmm. Yala back. I'm sure she gets that. He or she gets that a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um. So here it is. Subject line: Something you could talk about? Question mark. Hey, real nerds! I stopped by your booth at Denver Comic Con. No worries about not remembering me. Whew. Yeah. Load off my mind. 
the the bad thing is, uh, Kyra, is we met so many people there that I have people come up to me at other places like, hey, you don't remember me? I'm like, yeah, I'm horrible. Um, I might remember your face, but I'm not going to remember your name. I'm sorry. Yeah, and we do want to remember our fans, so we do. it's really embarrassing. It when is we don't. embarrassing. Um, nope, no worries about not remembering me. And I started listening to your podcast. Thank I'm you. I'm hooked. Nuff said. Wow. Boom. <laughs> She's hooked, and we also got a Stan Lee reference right away. Love <laughs> it. I think you guys have great opinions and awesome dialogue. It's always a pleasure to listen to. Good, good. good. More praise. I like this. Yeah, work. yeah this so is going. far, so far. I heard about a film that maybe you guys could talk about and give your opinions on. Victor Miller, a writer for Friday the 13th, is teaming up with Carrie Fleming to write a new horror fl- flick, Rock Paper Dead. It brings to terror... What? Uh, sorry. It brings terror to the Rock Paper Scissors game with twists and turns that I'm not even 100% sure of, but I am interested in. Even a cheesy horror is a good horror with a six-pack. Have you heard of Rock Paper Dead, Ryan? Um, I did not until we were sent that email and I looked it up online. And the intriguing thing is, is when I'm reading uh, Victor Miller's press release about it, is he says that it's a, it's going to be a lot of fun and then it'll give a shot of adrenaline that the horror uh, films need because I'm guessing that he thinks there's too many paranormal activity things, which we saw today before. There was two trailers back to back that were all both found, found footage, footage horror. Yeah. horror and yeah, one of them looked exactly like another one we just reviewed. Yeah. And the one we just reviewed was probably better. Um, so, yeah, I, I, it's something going to be different with how... I don't know if they're going to have audience interaction or if they do rock, paper, scissors, and they get... Sh- I don't know exactly what it is, but it's in the early planning stages. And Victor Miller, of course, is the creator of Friday the 13th. Um, the creator? He is. Sean Cunningham took the uh, the name, and he went to Victor Miller, and he said, Hey, write me a movie around Friday the 13th, the name. Oh. And he he wrote the screenplay. I, I I always thought that was Sean Cunningham. Sean, hundred percent Sean Cunningham. Interesting. Uh, from what I can tell, in the soft press release I received, they're in the early stages of development, hunting down feedback and opinions about the concept. I have it below. If during an episode you guys could be able to talk about it a bit, I think it would be interesting to hear about, especially during the final days before Halloween. Again, thanks for the free awesomeness, and I'll catch you on the pod waves. Nice. I never heard pod waves. I like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm always on board with writers that are I'm a fan of, and I'll always give them a chance, because I like Friday the 13th so much that if Victor Miller or Sean Cunningham's attached to something, I'll probably see it. Um, I would like to see what his idea is, because the soft press release, like was mentioned in the email, is kind of... It does, it's kind of vague, and I'm not 100% sure what they're attempting to do with it. But it, if they're excited enough to do a press release and have a cool idea, then I, I'm behind it. Because, again, Victor Miller is a guy who's made it in the horror industry, and I think it's kind of cool. And I'm all for it, if, as long as it has interesting uh, gore. <laughs> yeah. Uh, ways to kill people. Yeah, you know, that's that's the one thing that always, now with all this found footage stuff, is it's always the same. You know, there's nothing really unique about it. And then when you see something like the new Paranormal Activity, was it Marked Ones? The Marked Ones. It looks horrible. I mean, there's nothing interesting about it to me. Um, Again, well, trailers, can be, be, can, uh, trailers can be misleading, so... They can, but... 
We'll see. I don't know about the Paranormal Activity trailers. Yeah. You know, I've said it to um, Brian Netto, who directed Delivery, which we saw at Telluride Horror. Um, you can listen to that interview. It's a great interview. It's fun. Um, but he's a fan of them. And they have fans. I just, I, I'm not one of them. And I'm a big horror movie guy. Uh, in fact, I actually didn't mind the first one. I just haven't seen two through four. Uh, yeah, it's again. You know I, what I? Was, I what, my problem with them is here is a shot, and then something moves in the background, and here's another shot, and that moves in the background. Nothing really happens um, until the very end, and it's always announced with like these rumblings and stuff. And yeah, cues. You, you, you can tell what something's up. Yeah, and where I, I like movies like uh, The Conjuring, um, directed by. James Wan, who's Australian. He's an he's an Asian Australian guy. I always get a kick. <laughs> I forget that there's Asians in other part of the worlds, you know, and they'd have an Australian accent or an English accent. I don't know why I'm so uh, American American <laughs> about it. You know what I mean? Um, but anyways, he he plays tricks with his camera a lot, where you think you're going to see something in the background and you don't. And I, I like that as a filmmaker. Um, so, like I said, I'll be on board, and I, I know you will be too. If you're right, if they do creative kills and yeah. things like that, of course, you know who wouldn't like it. So thanks for the email and thanks for the praise, man. That's awesome. Yeah, I love when people tell me I do a great job. <laughs> yes, you do. I don't. I don't get that enough. Um, when you work with Brad on a film, he's like, "Do it better." I know. I'm such a slave driver. Mm-hmm. Um. What else we got? Speaking Brad? of praise, uh, hang on here. Looking through the mailbag. Um, Sarah Fitzpatrick retweeted mm-hmm. us a bunch. She is a producer us. of Skype Mare. Yeah. Which uh, I don't believe you saw with us that block of shorts, did you? Yeah, I, I, In the I morning. missed it. Yeah. I didn't um, see any of the shorts. At, uh, oh, that's right. You were... Uh, sitting at the booth. N- no, weren't you filming on the gondola? I was, yes. That's true. Yeah. You were filming on the gondola. Um, Skype Mare is a, a creative little... It's kind of funny. Um, I guess there's funny parts in it. It was in the, like, ha-ha horror block of Telluride Horror. Um, and it's it's a these two girls chatting over Skype, and I won't spoil it too much, but there's something happening behind one of the girls. So um, there's like an intruder in the house Ooh, that one person home can invasion. see. Yeah, and the other person can't see, and it's really clever. Um, I will say this, there's, there's some clever moments where the one girl on one line side says, hey, there's someone behind you, and every time she looks, he like moves back into the shadows. So it's kind of cool. It has really great suspense in it. Um, and it's a short one. I think it's, I want to say it's eight minutes, seven minutes. So for them to be able to pull it off in that fast is pretty impressive. Um, so yeah, uh, Sarah Fitzpatrick, thank you. And she also said that she'll get us in touch with the director of the um, Skype Mare. Um, they're in Los Angeles, so we'll have to figure out a way to maybe do an email interview or something. And we'll put a feature up on our website um, so you can check it out. We'll make it happen. Um, yeah, you know... Uh, I love bragging about things that happen to us because it doesn't happen very often. Uh, Phil Tippett, we did an interview with at Telluride Horror. And for those of you who don't know who Phil Tippett is, um, he won an Academy Award, two of them, for Return of the Jedi and for Jurassic Park. And so he did so many special effects. And he made a really cool stop-motion movie called Mad God. And it was really unique. And um, and what was really cool about it is he said, we asked him, you could ask him, what is it about? He says, I don't know. What do you think it's about? There's no rhyme or reason behind it. Mm. They did them all in one take. And he says, if there's mistakes, I want them in there because I want it to be like a dream. You remember parts of the dream, but it doesn't make a lot of sense to you. It's, and so it's, it's, it's true art where it's interpretive. Exactly. So it's really cool. And he was really cool to retweet us and um, reach out to us. And it's really, 
it's kind of humbling when you have someone that's a legend like that oh, pay, yeah. pay attention to you and give us time. I mean, he sat down with us for 40 minutes. Yeah, something like that. 40 minutes, yeah. yeah almost so, an hour. Almost an hour. And, I mean, he didn't have to. Yeah. And it, it's so cool that he did that. So I'll, we'll pat ourselves on the back for that. Hmm. Um, yeah. And, so we've also Laurel Vale. She is, treated us. She is the uh, lead actress in Delivery. Okay, cool. And it was, uh, again, I'm going <laughs> to she took a, an excerpt from um, my review I did for Delivery and posted it on her website. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Nice. That was really nice of her. Let's see. Where, where else can we stroke our egos? Uh, Amish Baby Machine? Uh, don't You Mean Really Good? Oh, that was a conversation that there... I forget. James was having a conversation with somebody on yeah. Twitter. This is great podcasting. Anyway. Yes. And, and thanks for all the new Facebook follows. And Facebook follows and new, new Twitter followers, followers. Twitter follows. It's, yeah. it's lots. It's Like I said, it's really humbling. It's really cool that um, people like us. And yeah. If you ever you see don't us, have to. Yeah, because you don't you have do. to. And if you see us around town, if you're in Denver, um, you see us, say hi. We're approachable. Yeah, we are. We love yeah. it. I'm, I'm really trying... I. I I really want to do uh, try to find a theater that will let us do a live podcast and let us pick a movie. That'd be awesome. Um, and I, I, my first movie I really want to show on the big screen is Last Action Hero. <laughs> um, I don't know why. I think it's a really misunderstood movie. It's one of my favorite movies, and I think it's way ahead of its time. And so that's that's like my dream is to host a podcast and do Live Action Hero, uh, Last Action Hero. I go to like you know theaters where they replay old movies mm-hmm. you know midnights at the esquire obviously the alamo does like mm-hmm. almost every day of the week they play an old movie and when you never see his last classic last action hero and i would consider it a cult classic at this point because yeah. you know it's i wouldn't say it's terrible it's a it's a it's a fun movie but it just doesn't get enough uh yeah enough of it's, it's due so i would you know i would love someone to actually you know bring it out it's interesting i read a whole article about Last Action Hero being one of the biggest bombs in history because how much money they spent in advertising it and stuff. Um, and it was a really interesting article. Um, I, I just think that movie was kind of hard to catch. It was hard for it to catch on. And so I, I'd love to do that. Uh, maybe maybe in the future I'll be able to... We'll have enough clout to <laughs> throw it around. Um, but anyways, thanks, Brad. Had fun. Awesome. I'm glad you I'm glad you read something. I know. Give me something to do. You know, what, you know what, Brad? That'll be yours every week. I get to do the mail? You'll do the mail every week. Sweet. That'll be Brad's new job. I have... Oh, God. Another one? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, why do I get myself into these situations? He's like our Mr. Magoo. Um, I was supposed to be here today. <laughs> um, what's next, boss? Uh, let's go ahead and talk about things we watched this week. Some movies or TV shows. I know you watched this TV show. I guess on DVD. I don't know if that really counts. So, uh, yeah, this is the stuff we've been watching. This format doesn't seem very different. <laughs> you promised me things. I did. We Different is you're starting it. You, yeah, I guess that's true. You're running with it. So what did you watch this week, Ryan? Uh, I only watched um, two things this week. Uh, I know. Again, I know. <laughs> I've been so busy, dude. It sucks. Um, I watched... I don't know if you've ever seen a horror movie called The Reanimator. I've heard of it. Um... It stars Jeffrey Combs as a guy named Herbert West, who's a doctor. Oh, yeah. Wei Yun from Deep Space Nine. Yep. And um, a couple other people I've never heard of, except this one lady. She's like a horror movie icon, and I forget her name, but I saw her in something recently. Um, but now it's escaping me, so that's great memory, Ryan. Um, but if you've never seen The Reanimator, 
It's uh, really good. Um, Jeffrey Combs plays a, a doctor who um, discovers with like this neon green, um, like I don't know, liquid. What do you call things you inject people with? Needles. Like, well, not needles, but like the syringe. Syringe full of neon green liquid. Okay. And it's I know it's able. So he to, works in an animation studio, and he takes the old cells and repurposes yes, them. Yes. No. Um, he works for a doctor, and he's his goal is to reanimate humans that have been dead. But humans aren't cartoons, Ryan. They are not. Um, oh, so, that kind of animator. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he's a reanimator of humans that have passed away. Oh. Um, so him and his partner guy, I forget his actor's name, but they break into their their uh their doctor students they're uh they're working in a <laughs> intern <laughs> yeah sure they they work they're being taught how to be doctors in a morgue there we go i can't even think right now um oh is that what scrubs are yes <laughs> okay. uh, so they break in one day and they inject um the regenerate regenerator i forget the, God, i'm so bad today you, Reagent. You watched this movie, right? Yeah, I did. And <laughs> okay, it's, yeah. it's horrible. I'm not convinced you did. Um, so, anyways, they, re- they inject it into first his roommate's dead cat, and the cat comes back to life. Um, and then they they want to try it on humans, and so they break into the morgue. Well, yeah, they break into the morgue and they inject it into a dead body that comes to life and goes berserk and kills the dean of the college. Um, but then they try to cover it up by injecting the dean with this. Um, goo called serum serum there we go it's the serum <laughs> called regenerate regenerate something like that and um but he comes back kind of crazy because you know he's dead um and it's just really gory and it's there's nudity and it's it's really like over the top but it's kind of funny in a dark kind of way um if you're a fan of horror movies you should definitely see it it's it's definitely one of the better ones because it has that 1980s uh practical effects look to it and it's really cool and it's really over the top and um like there's a part where an intestine attacks him i don't know why it's just in it it's based on some hp lovecraft story mm. but i'm guessing it's not as weird as <laughs> it is on the on the screen but i uh, should definitely definitely check it out if you want that you can, only 300 bucks um so yeah, I saw the reanimator. It was lots of fun. Uh, I did not describe it very well. You should see it though. It's really <laughs> funny and gory, and there's lots of boobs in it. Oh, sweet! Yeah, put them in a Netflix queue. <laughs> um, and then I, I'm writing an article um, right now, and it's uh, my 101 favorite horror movies. I know, and as I'm I'm putting this list together, are 100 of them even good enough for that list? <laughs> of course. Um, as I'm, anyways, as I'm putting this list together. I realize that I have not seen some classic horror movies where they say, hey, you know, this is, uh, you have to see these. And, you know, you're not a real horror movie fan if you haven't seen these. Um, and so I went and I picked up the original Wolfman, which I have never seen, um, and The Bride of Frankenstein. Um, I have not gotten to Wolfman yet. Lon Chaney? Lon Chaney. Okay. Um but I watched The Bride of Frankenstein, which a lot of people say is the greatest horror film of all time. And, um, yeah, it's really good. Uh, Are you take- legitimately terrified? No, it's not. Okay, here's the thing. It's not It's not scary because it's 80, almost 80 years old. Um, but what it is is it's a really effective thriller, and it's also kind of funny, and it's also kind of gothic. 
Um, All these things equal horror. Yeah, I, you know, <laughs> my guess is because it it's really fascinating, Brad, because the movie takes place immediately after Frankenstein. Um, have you ever seen the original Frankenstein? I'm sure you know. I'm sure you know the tropes of it, but like, um, you know, at the end, Frankenstein's in a windmill and it burns down, and he falls, and he supposedly dies in the fire burning of the windmill. Um, well, it turns out he just fell through through the floor of the windmill, and he crashes into like a uh, water underneath. And uh, this one guy goes down there because in the original Frankenstein, he accidentally kills a little girl. And the thing with Frankenstein's monster is he is not really a bad guy. He's just kind of misunderstood and he doesn't know how to control his emotions. Um, so he's a Vulcan. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so he, um, so he kind of gets scared. So when this guy comes down looking for him, cause he wants to, uh, kill, make sure Frankenstein's monster is dead. So he goes down to see the monster and he, you know, he's lying there and his hand starts moving and he, ma- he strangles this guy and makes him drowned. And then his wife comes down to see what's taking um, her husband so long. And Frankenstein, like, punches her and, like, throws her in the water and kills her. Um, And so he gets out, and he's trying to find purpose in his life. He's wandering around, and he sees this one shepherd, this lady who's herding sheep, and he tries to help her. And she's terrified of him, and he's scared. And then the villagers try to wrestle him up, and uh, he eventually escapes. And he meets a blind hermit who's living in the the woods. And the hermit teaches him how to speak and how to have a friend. And so it's it's this really touching movie about how this monster was made, and it's not his fault who how he is, and how he learns through this blind man because the blind man can't see that he's a monster. To him, he's just a misunderstood guy who can't speak. So he learns words, you know, friend and good and bad. And he learns not to be afraid of things. And um, and then, of course, some hunters show up in the blind man's house. And they're like, oh, it's the monster. Get him. And he he gets out. And there's the bad guy. And it actually isn't Dr. Frankenstein. It's this other guy who wants to use him to make the Bride of Frankenstein. And uh, so the climax is them bringing the bride of frankenstein to life which i didn't know that part where you know you see before the alamo in the trailer where she goes she's alive she's al-. that's like the last four minutes of the movie oh wow it's that's the end of the movie um and the ending is really poetic and really sad and it's really well done um so i i recommend everybody to check out the bride of frankenstein again not scary but the message it has is really good and um my my favorite scene in the whole movie is Frankenstein is hiding out in this crypt and he meets the guy who's trying to bring a woman back to life and um so he walks up to him and the guy's not afraid of Frankenstein's monster because he already knows and the monster says uh me better dead some people better th- uh, he says something about being alive he's not for being alive he's for being dead and it's really sad. Kill me. Yeah, basically he's kill saying kill me. me. He has because he doesn't have a friend anymore. He doesn't have anything in his life. So what's he, what's his purpose? And it's a really great movie. It really, it truly is, and you should really see it if you haven't seen The Bride of Frankenstein. It'll change your opinion about those kind of universal horror movies. Uh, so my next one is I'm going to get. I'm going to try to find The Invisible Man. Unfortunately, I bought them singles, and there's a, a set of them. 
and I didn't want to get the set because it was $95 on Amazon. I'm like, eh, I'm not going to get that. I'll just kind of build it up. And today I was on Amazon and it's on sale for $59. Wow. So I have two of them. I, I think I have the Wolfman and I think I have the Invisible Man or Dracula. And yeah, I, 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 have, haven't, I haven't watched them. Uh, oh, you have the like the old school ones though. Yeah, the green ones that yeah, are like those are collector's items, by the way. Sweet, because I have the creature from the Black Lagoon, and it comes with all three of his movies. They've only released his original movie on Blu-ray, so collectors really want that. And same with the Dracula one, comes with all the Dracula movies, and the Invisible Man one comes with a couple of Invisible Man ones. So they're really sought after by horror movie fans. So if you've never seen those movies get the universal horror because they're really good ebay here i come ebay (laughs) (laughs) that's all i watch brad what'd you watch yeah yeah uh i watched two things um one of them i don't really know how to talk about (laughs) in depth okay uh so i'll say that for last okay uh i rewatched clerks the animated series nice because uh i hadn't seen it in a while that's what i was hinting at (laughs) in the the teaser and it's still fun it just you know Watching those short six episodes, uh, it's. I wish there was more. My favorite is episode two, where uh, it's the flashback episode. Oh yeah, where they don't really flash back to anything they've done, which is a great idea. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, the first thing of the first episode is like previously, like previously on Clerks, and it just shows the color bars. Yeah, because there was nothing before <laughs> the first episode, and yeah, it's a, it's a shame the they chose to air episode two, like that's the only one that aired on ABC when it debuted, and then was promptly canceled. So. It was referencing all these jokes from the first episode that no one saw the first episode, mm-hmm. the official first episode. So, yeah, it was kind of wasted. Like, probably one reason why uh, I couldn't build an audience is people are like, I don't understand what they're referencing. But it's so weird that it's only aired one episode and you can't really even build an audience with one episode. Yeah. I was uh, watching again this time around. I, I listened to the uh, audio commentary again, mm-hmm. which has, like, everybody on it. Kevin Smith, uh, uh, Brian O'Halloran... Uh, please Dante shit, or Jeff Anderson, Jeff Anderson for Randall, um, and uh, like Dave Mandel, who's the the real creative force behind the cartoon. Uh, he worked on Seinfeld. Thanks for watching. Yeah, he's the thanks for watching guy. Uh, Jason Mewes is on there. Um, yeah, a lot of people. Uh, and they're just you know most of the time they're talking about how ABC screwed them over. Mm-hmm. Of course, they don't reference ABC because they get in trouble. But I know they talk know shit about is. Family Guy on it too. Yeah, because it's uh, it's funny is uh, legitimately like that's the Clerks animated series is like a cutaway gag show, mm-hmm. um, you know, Family Guy. Family Guy gets kind of like labeled as the pioneer for that, um, but uh, lately I've been noticing like there's a lot of shows like in the late '90s mm-hmm. animated wise, like The Critic even, which was like '93. Really? Uh, a lot of that show is cutaway oh, that's gags. Right. Man, I haven't seen The Critic like, in so long, but as you said that, I'm like, yeah, he does a lot of yeah, like references to movies yeah. or just like. Jay being like some fat joke about Jay Sherman. Yeah, and he flashes back to being a kid, and yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, f- Family Guy like mostly their flashbacks are you know to eighties cartoons, and <laughs> uh, you know, hey, remember this? Whereas the other ones are just like actually kind of story driven. Um, but yeah, animated series. It's just um, I listening to the Smodcast podcast. There's rumors that they're gonna pick it up uh, sweet. and do more with it. Um, and actually on that commentary they talk about uh, at the very end I think episode 6 that there's you know stay tuned for the Clerks animated movie it's coming <laughs> yeah <laughs> I guess that didn't pan out it became Clerks 2 I guess yeah um, so yeah that's that's fun I miss that show 
Um, you make me want to watch. I haven't seen it in years, and I mean, <laughs> I have the DVDs; they're just sitting there. Classic quotable one-liners, mm-hmm. like you know, uh, who's bears driving, driving bears? <laughs> yeah, bears driving. How can that be? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Check it out. It's it's fun. Um, and then the other thing I watched, I went and saw Adult Children of Divorce. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Starring Adam Scott and uh, you know, kind of uh, made by those uh, you know, new comedians. Mm-hmm. Um, it's I, it's a good movie, but uh, my parents are married and they always have been, <laughs> so I don't connect with it at the mm-hmm. same level as the characters in the movie. It, it'd so speak to me, yeah. Um, but like mostly the story is about this uh, Adam Scott's character, his parents. Um, have been divorced since he was nine and it was like really messy and then his little brother uh, one day just after dating this one girl for like three months they just had to get married and so he has to get their parents to be civil and show up to this wedding Hmm. Um, and he thinks he's being clever by forcing them into a situation where they have no choice but to go to the wedding and then this prompts them to rekindle their relationship uh, the lustful side and um, they try to keep it under the radar and uh, eventually the movie just becomes more of an examination of like why he can't like you'd think for him his parents getting back together would be a blessing mm-hmm. uh, but uh, all his problem like it's actually him that has the real mm. problem when he starts out not thinking that he did and when he was younger they sent him to like a counselor to deal with their, his mm-hmm. parents breaking up when it was actually and sh- th- his counselor is played by Jane Lynch and it was actually just this uh, uh, ploy because she was a book writer trying to just like you know, m- make a quick buck mm-hmm. by writing a book about like these children uh, <laughs> it wasn't she's not actually a doctor or anything kind of fucked up yeah so that's revealed but then it actually um, she decides to pick up you know th- this group of kids that he was with in this counseling session She's going to uh, do the adult version, like whatever became of these kids. Um, and just it, even though she's not a therapist, her insights into what his problems actually are. And he also has this girlfriend who's Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Nice. Um, you know, they joke around about like never getting married when you actually you get the sense that she does want a relationship. Hmm. But as he becomes more like the more he can't deal with his parents getting back together exposes how unready he is to get married himself. You know, I've been really impressed with Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Um, I think she keeps on taking roles that are really yeah, good. I haven't seen Smashed yet, but I want to. Um, she's uh, really good in The Kings of Summer. Oh, I didn't um, know she was in that. Yeah, she plays the older sister in it, and it's really cool to see her. She has a, kind of a small bit part in it, but she's really good in it. Um, so I'd say uh, check her out in that. I, I'm just impressed because, you know, she used to be that girl I had a crush on in Live Free or Die Hard. Oh, yeah. I mean, not, <laughs> I mean, uh, is that the right one? Yeah. Li- well, Lifrey. she's in both. Uh, the oh, four, third, the fourth and oh, fifth yeah, one. Oh, yeah, because Lifree to Die Hard's the fourth one. Good Day to Die Hard's the fifth one. He's the forgettable one. Yeah. So Lifree and Die Hard she's good in. And, yeah. you know, the girl I had a crush on. In well, that. she's good in the fifth one, but she's only there for like, yeah. two minutes in the beginning. Yeah. So it's cool to see her kind of change yeah. into kind of this indie. And that's that movie is titles its acronym, right? It's ACOD. Yeah, it's ACOD for Adult Ch- Children of Divorce. Um and the ending's really ambiguous. Uh, hmm. Basically, at the end, his dad, his brother, and him, um, you know, after, like, there's, like, this uh, cutaway to, like, oh, time has passed. 
I think it says one year later actually on screen. And then they're all sitting out in front of a church like they're dressed up for a wedding. Um, and they never say whose wedding it is. Um, and so as they walk in towards like, oh, the dad's telling this story about, um, oh, what was it? About all these places he's been in his life where he, you know, thought like this is the right moment, the right mm-hmm. place for something like a feeling like this is the best moment of my life. And it just kept happening and happening. And they all get up to go in the church and it's like, not, doesn't really explain who <clears throat> this wedding is for, like which of the three. Um, it's probably not the brother because he was supposed to get married months ago in the story. And so it could be his dad or him. Um, but Adam Scott's the one, the last one you see looking out towards that spot his dad was talking about. So it might be him, but I, I, I'm sure it's supposed to be left up to interpretation, but I can't make a decision. Mm. <laughs> so is it, it probably doesn't matter. It's, it's not like laugh out loud, funny, like, uh, I don't want to spoil the review. Um, it's a uh, you know in my head chuckles. Mm-hmm. Um, Would you recommend people to go see it? Yeah, it's like if you don't have anything else to do. I mean, I probably won't buy it later, mm. or you know, it's like worth a download on Amazon or something. Yeah, if, yeah. If you just want to check out something different, like it's not bad. Mm. Um, it's just it's just good, you know. Um, It'll probably never be on network TV, so you'll never like flip through and like, oh, yeah. I'll sit down and watch this because it's on. So that that probably won't happen. But you know, I was bored, so I went and <laughs> I wasn't disappointed. It was okay. Oh, cool. Yeah. Is that it? Uh, yep. Man, but light week for us, huh? Yeah, we've been busy. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, God. Yeah. Simpler times. Simpler times, my friend. Simpler times. What's next? Um, King Ryan. Let's go ahead and, um... Do you have a comic book this week, Brad? Because I don't. Uh, Pull one out of your ass. Comic book time. Hold on. Here, here, you get it. I'm betting over. It's brown. What's up, nerds? It's the Comics Corner. You're lucky this week. (laughs) It's brown. Um, (laughs) Gross. Uh, I I did pick up comics this week, but uh, I didn't read them yet. I, I literally just got them today. Yeah. Um, a lot of old Batman with the the covers, the 3D covers. Oh yeah, I had Bane and Riddler and um, someone else. That's cool that you got those. Those are really oh, hard Penguin. to find. Yeah, they're. I'm glad they're really cool too, though. I mean, the covers look sweet. Oh yeah, I haven't I haven't read any of them, <laughs> but the covers look sweet. Yeah, I read them either. I'm so backed up. So do you and have a comic you, book? Yeah, if you look to your left, you see that stack right there. Whoa, that's what I need to read. Um, you know I. I don't, but I can always recommend a Spider-Man comic for you to pick up. <laughs> I wish I read one on my own. I know, you should have, and, now, and yeah. now you can't. I bought Saga, and I don't know where I put it. <laughs> oh, you want that at an auction? Yeah. Don't know what you did with it, huh? Yep. It's somewhere, somewhere laying around. Oh, uh, You know what? I'll do one for Halloween. Ooh, that's a um, good idea. Cool. So, I at our, the same auction... I got a trade paperback. Uh, it's a hardcover. It's a beautiful book of the Legion of Monsters, which is Marvel's um, horror comics. It's Werewolf by Night, um, Satana, which is the Devil's Daughter. Also has Man Thing in it and Morbius, the living the <laughs> Man Thing, <laughs> Morbius, the living vampire. And it's a really good book. It's really cool because it takes tales from um, new artists and 
uh, writers, but it also sprinkles in some from the seventies and, uh, and they're really cool little stories. And a lot of them have kind of the tells from the crypt, uh, vibe to them where, you know, you, there's this one where this lady's treat being treated really bad and she turns out she's like a vampire and the guy who saves her is also a vampire so you never know who you're picking on and um, twilight i guess but it's, <laughs> it's a lot more violent twilight the comic book um but it, it's it's a really cool thing it's called legion of monsters and it has all the monsters on the cover and what's really cool is you forget that marvel at a time um stan lee when he first got into comics he's writing a lot of romance and horror so there's uh, some interesting horror elements into it. I, I'm a really big fan of Mephisto, who is the Marvel's like Satan. Um, he's a really powerful being who can manipulate time and things like that. So I always think it's fascinating when uh, comic books go into horror um, realms. So pick up the Legion of Monsters trade paperback. Um, you won't be disappointed. And you can even pick up the single issues at Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics. And they have some really sweet covers on it. Like uh, There's just one I really want, but it's really expensive even half off it's really expensive it's it's like a $30 comic but on it is the ghost rider and his chains wrapped around the werewolf's mouth and it's he's like on fire and it's a really cool cover and I have no idea what's the, <laughs> and the story's probably horrible but the cover's badass um, so I'm a big fan of the Legion of Monster ones pick up Legion of Monsters trade paperback 20% off at Colorado Coins Cards and Comics cool yeah awesome commercials for barbecue that can't be beat try birdman barbecue sauce available and original and spicy these robust full flavor sauces have the awesome power to kick your taste buds in their face and for that smoking taste on everything you eat try new birdman smoking rub caution meat left unrubbed may suffer from flavor performance anxiety you can pick up Birdman Barbecue at local area Ace Hardware stores, Ruff's Barbecue in Golden, and the Danny Cash Hot Shop off Broadway. You can also like us on Facebook at Birdman BBQ. My man spider sense is tingling. Hey, look, it's man spider. How's it going, true believers? When I'm swinging through Colorado and I need comic books, I head to Arvada, Colorado to Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics. The teal troll is attacking me! My son's in danger! Will no one help him? Oh no, it's Man Spider! Colorado Coins Cards and Comics, the whips the competition with great deals on back issues. 50% off, hold slot, 20% off list price. You want sports memorabilia? They got that too. Where are you going, Man Spider? The teal troll still has my son. Here's web in your eye! Oh no, I'm bested by Man Spider again! So visit 6700 Wadsworth Boulevard in Arvada, Colorado, and tell them the real nerd sent you. We need some new commercials. We do. <laughs> so if you're interested in advertising on Real Nerds, please drop us an email, realnerds at gmail.com. We'll put anything on there. We don't care if it's Vagisil. We'll do a, <laughs> we'll do a commercial for it. A comic book theme. When your when your feminine when your feminine odor is getting the best of you during a movie. <laughs> Hold on, let's pretend we're in the theater. Man, this movie's fantastic. Do I smell a yeast infection? <laughs> well, good news, ma'am. Real nerds sponsoring Vagisil in in the new Real Nerds and labeled box. 
I don't even. Oh, that's douche, isn't it? Ryan's wife just yeah. chimed in. Yeah, with we had, some we, science. We know nothing about still. feminine products. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. So yeah, if you have anything, we'll hawk it. Sorry, I'm trying to think of catchphrases for the <laughs> for slogans. Magisil. Yeah, Magisil, something stinks. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Clean it up. You could get Bugs Bunny to do the commercial and be like, "Ain't I a stinker?" <laughs> yeah. I think we're making your wife really What's uncomfortable. What's that stink, Jack? She's shaking her head. <laughs> <laughs> Should we talk about... Make sure that you... My wife just hit me in my rear. <laughs> Should we talk about box office stats now? Yeah, let's talk about box office stats. This is the box office stats. Um, Gravity was the number one movie again this week. Thirty million dollars. Impressive. People are into that movie. Uh, yeah, it's you know it's one of those movies um, where they they actually made it an event to see it in 3D. So people are willing to shell money um, to see it in 3D. And when they make it worth it to see it in 3D, they realize oh people will pay it not just to make every movie in 3D because try to squeeze money out of people. Yeah, the 3D actually adds something to it. Because the because the, the story is not quite you know anything that's gonna uh, yeah it's ignite not your brain. I, James was a really big fan of it. I thought it was okay. I mean, I, there's I don't know if I'll ever see it again. You know, the movie we saw, Skate Plan, made nine point nine million dollars. Hmm. <laughs> Poor Arnold and yeah. Stallone. Well, I, it's 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 because it doesn't really they're not doing anything new. Like they're yeah, and they can't re- like they're each one of them is what over sixty years old now, so yeah. they can't do any crazy like new stunts or nothing. And if you throw them in a CGI world, like they'll feel out of place. I still think it'd be awesome if they made a Predators where Dutch came back and he's like the old oh, wily yeah. predator hunter and Carl Weathers too. That'd be awesome. Yeah, that, well, you can't. He's dead. Oh, is he? I remember he gets his arm blown off and then the predator runs and jams his like claws through him. I think he meant Carl Weathers is dead. <laughs> Oh no, no, not in real <laughs> life. He died in the <laughs> Predator movie. Uh, yeah, you're right, but I mean, it's science fiction. They can bring him back. Oh, so he like was brought onto the ship, and they decided to save him because he's such a good warrior. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm, sure. I, I, I don't know if he did anything super heroic. Like, remember that the Predators be impressed by. I remember over here. Yeah. <laughs> um, he got his arm blown off. That's... That movie looks great on Blu-ray. If you haven't gotten on Blu-ray, does it? Are we yeah. going to see it in 3D? Uh, is it coming out in theaters? Yep, I think right. next month. Is it really? Yeah, yeah I might see it. <laughs> I love that movie. Post converted movie 80s. from the eighties. It's gonna be all fuzzy as shit. Um, yeah, and then like Stallone would be in the movie, and because Carl Weathers is Apollo Creed, right? So mm-hmm. a little Rocky reunion. Yep, and then you could have um, Schwarzenegger saying, "I'm the only one who can take him down." Hey, yo. Uh, Watch out, he has camouflage. Hey, that was uh, an amazing Stallone. Should we uh, get to the chopper? <laughs> no, I'll fly the chopper. <laughs> uh, God, we're lame right now. Yeah, we are. He jokes are tired. All right, what yeah. else you got? Cool, that's it for the box office. Carrie did $16 million. Hmm. Yep. Box office numbers are supplied by Box Office Mojo. Go to Box Office Mojo for all your box office number needs. Pay us money, Box Office Mojo. Now. Hey, this is what's coming out next week on Blu-ray. DVD releases and Blu-rays. 
absolutely nothing. Really? <laughs> really, the only thing I was looking all day today, well, uh, by all day, I mean like five minutes ago, uh, Monsters University comes out in like four different... That's a pretty big deal. Yeah, um, four different styles. I haven't seen it yet. I think I'm going to take a chance to just buy it and... Wait, you haven't seen the movie at all? Uh-uh. I think I take a chance and just buy it and know that the movie's going to be good. Yeah, it's 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 good. You <laughs> won't be you won't be wasting your money. It's good. Awesome. Which version you should get? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know yet. I'll probably get the one without digital copy because I don't care about digital. Get the three D one. Cover all your bases. <laughs> yeah, I could. Yeah. Um, also, RAPD is coming out. I'll get the three D version of that one too. Oh yeah. Um, remember you, yeah. when that movie came out this year? <laughs> I do. We were one of the people that saw it. One of the <laughs> only people who saw it. Uh, it just takes solace in the fact that some of our money uh, yep. helped the people who made that movie. I watched a family guy where Ryan Reynolds comes to Quahog, yep. and he's gay for Peter, but when Peter confronts him about being gay, Ryan Reynolds is like, whoa, 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 <laughs> I'm just trying to be nice, dude. <laughs> hey, hey, Griffin, you want to play a tickle fight? Just don't tickle me in my lower abdomen. <laughs> Note to self, tick him. tickle him in the lower <laughs> abdomen. <laughs> it's a great one. My wife loves Family Guy, too. Yeah, it's her favorite show. It is. Because she loves stupid things. Fans should write in and ask her about her favorite moments from Family Guy. She should. They should. And maybe it's this one. <laughs> you know what my favorite quotes from Family Guy ever I always say to Laura? And she's like, shut the fuck up, dude, is, ah, the naughty flapper girl. Oh, ha, she's voting. <laughs> <laughs> this conversation has distracted her from her reading. I just got a text from my uh, chef supervisor, and she said, baby, do we have anything to drink? Um, I think she's meant to send that to her Baby. girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> what are you up to, Ryan? What's going on at that restaurant of yours? <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to text back, um, I have soda water. Let's see. I have soda water. Hey, baby, this Friday night when I close, why don't you come over? We'll drink wine in the back room. <laughs> yeah, well, Ryan's not at work. Fuck him. <laughs> We're going to get drunk and cook a bunch of chicken. and We'll teach him to pay us minimum wage. <laughs> yeah, right. Dick. <laughs> Hey, here's some real news stuff. It's real news. So Adam McKay is the director of Anchorman, and and have you seen the lost Anchorman movie? No. Nah. Um, so I, I have it on Blu-ray. I got the Rich Mahogany edition on Blu-ray, and it came with both movies. And the second movie is called Wake Up, Ron Burgundy, and it's the same movie, but they dropped about a 50-minute subplot in the movie that I guess they just decided to reshoot um, about people... I don't even remember what it is. It's really zany. Um, but the point being is that they shoot so many takes of these movies that they have so many different versions of the movies that they can make a whole other movie about the movie they're making. Mm -hmm. And so Adam McKay wants to release a second version of Anchorman 2 into theaters that'll have 240 new jokes that weren't in the cut you saw so wait anchorman 2 anchorman 2 so he so they're gonna release the one we've just seen a trailer yeah. for and then like a month later he wants to do anchorman 2.2 yeah like where it'll just be 240 new jokes i guess he's already cut the movie and he wants to put it out there and say hey you can see two versions of anchorman dude that the trailer we saw tonight is so funny i would not mind that no i'd see it and you know uh, those guys if you know any of their movies they do so many different takes of saying different things and um, so it'd be interesting. I'd see it. I'd pay it extra money to see it again. So if it's just different takes, would it be like the same plot with just like different jokes? Different I guess. Jokes? I mean, I was reading the 
that'd the, probably the, be a first like yeah. going to a, a movie and then seeing like a reshot version of it yeah it'd be, I think it'd be fun <laughs> within like a month or two of each other that's interesting interesting concept <laughs> yeah so I'd, I'd see it again yeah why not and I think it's cool that they do that I remember when Freddy vs. Jason was coming out there was rumors that they're gonna have two different endings to the movie one where Freddy won and one where Jason won and I think that'd be cool as long as they said hey if you go in this theater you see Jason win if you go in this theater you see Freddy win what if it like different times of the day even like yeah people who go see Freddy vs. Jason at you know 12 uh, p.m. like they get the one ending and then people who see it like they didn't advertise it so whatever one you went into was a surprise oh that'd be kind of cool too except like, for the people who went you know to one and then they went later and <laughs> paid money and then it they got the same ending again. Yeah. But I think it, that's why be, you'd have to say, you know, it'd be a cool incentive to yeah. go see the theater more than once. See the Jason ending, seeing the Freddy ending. Why aren't we movie guys? I know. I mean, in charge of movies. We're genius executives. Yeah. Um, Clive Barker is the maker of Hellraiser and he's currently remaking a remake of Hellraiser and he wants Doug Bradley um, to be pinhead in it. Which, the original. Yeah. The original. So the original is pretty good. It'd be cool to see it with better acting. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm on board. Was Clive Barker not a very good director early on? No, he's incredibly awesome visually, mm. but as far as getting performances out of people, that's the only bummer about Hellraiser. I think Hellraiser visually is a really sweet movie and it has really cool ideas and it's really gory. Um, but then you have lines that people say are so out, over the top that it's really out of place in the movie, and it's kind of makes it kind of cheesy. So if he made a, a serious straight like Hellraiser movie, um, because now he can probably get away with you know the torture that Pinhead inflicts on people way more than he could in the 80s so I think it'd be kind of interesting to see what he could do with it because he visually he's an awesome director so we'll see I'm on board um uh, did you see this one that J.J. Abrams and Lawrence Castan Castan I don't know how to pronounce his last name Castan yeah are rewriting episode 7 or they're gonna they're gonna tweak it because um I guess the script they like they like the story but they want to change like the characters or something in it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. There's not really much news this week, but uh, but I mean, well, there's a lot of news. Uh, there's just nothing monumental. Yeah. Just random things. We got a sweet Captain America trailer. Oh, yeah, Captain America trailer is badass. Yeah. I mean, I thought the first Captain America was passable. Is is good. Mm-hmm. Made me like the character enough. Uh, Avengers made me like him even better. In this trailer alone, maybe like Captain America is a badass. <laughs> yeah. Um, see, I'm a big fan of the first movie, mm. um, and he is really awesome in Avengers. So seeing this trailer where he's kind of just being a badass, and um, there's that awesome scene. It's towards the end of the trailer where the Winter Soldier, he throws his shield at the Winter Soldier. The Winter Soldier catches it and just, like, stares at him like, oh, yeah. fuck, it's on! And if you, if you, I'll tell you a comic to pick up. Go to Coyne's Cars and Comics and pick up the first trade of the Winter Soldier, where Cap's trying to figure out. It, it sucks now because everyone knows who the Winter Soldier is. Um, but you should pick up the first trade of the Winter Soldier. It's pretty awesome. Because cool. Cap doesn't know who it is at the beginning, and he's killing... Um, it takes place, over, I think, over the first six issues of Captain America. It's like the fifth volume. And the Winter Soldier is just killing all of Captain America's allies. And um, and he's there's, there's this great one with Nomad. Oh, man, it's a great comic. I don't know what issue it is, and they're really hard to find. They're like 40 bucks now, but let's get the trade paperback, and you can read it. So yeah, and there's that helicarrier when it's crashing looks mm. amazing, and it's cool seeing a movie that comes out I think April fourteenth, so April fourth, fourth. So really weird time to have such a huge movie come out, but I'm excited. You know, go Avengers. Yeah. Yep. 
Cool. What are we forgetting? Just the movie now, right? Yeah, I think we could. Yeah, we're already there. Yeah. We're so efficient this week. We are. We don't have James boring us with long tales of banal minutia and stupid. Yeah. Uh, What's another show that he likes? Hmm. Hmm. What does he like now? We already, we already referenced Hannibal, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, he likes that. Is he watching Homeland? Uh, I think he mentioned Oh, the it. newsroom. The newsroom. Yeah, oh, yeah. shit on the newsroom. Aaron, Aaron Sorkin. Yeah. <laughs> if we could pull it off, it'd be so funny to do a Real Nerds Pacho episode where it was just a really long monologue take of us walking down a hall. <laughs> like, just one long shot. We'll call it the Sorkin. Nine minutes nine, of us just nine walking down the hall. walking down the hall and doing some dialogue. Super jabbering. Yeah. We could we could pull that off. We probably could. We'd have to have some sort of basis for the script, and I don't think I could memorize nine pages of monologue. But I think we could ad lib it. Yeah. Um, the trick would be following us, all three of us, with a camera. Yeah. We'd have, like have a hall that just goes around in circles. So we're just like going, <laughs> maybe like an office building where it's just like over and over again. We just keep circling the same <laughs> and just randomly talking about stuff. Maybe That'd be it. funny. Yep, and it'd be as good as a Sorkin episode. Oh, Ooh. burn. Sorry, James. How's Ridley Scott? This week on Real Nerds Podcast, we went and saw Bad Grandpa. Brad, should people go see Bad Grandpa? Absolutely. If you already like jackass <laughs> material. <laughs> I, I, I'm in the same boat with you. It's As far as the story, there's not too much of a story, but the setups and the pranks are really funny. Yeah. Um, and I was telling Laura that, you know, sometimes it's fun to go to a movie and just have fun and just laugh. Yeah, not not look for <laughs> yeah. deeper meaning. Yep. Yeah. And so uh, here's a trailer for Bad Grandpa. Where are we going? Just keep going straight. You're getting tired? Yeah. We shouldn't drink so much. Are we going to get in trouble for this? They won't notice a thing. That's how it looks most of the time anyway. What are y'all doing? Whoa, 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 whoa. Run, run, run. I'm taking you to your dad so he can look after you. Come on, let's have some fun. You're gonna fix that penguin, bro. Nope. Grandpa, this thing doesn't work. Oh, God. Nothing. Thank you for being here today. What's your stripper stage name? I look like a stripper. I'll just call you Cinnamon. <laughs> Wanna have some fun? Yeah. You're a pretty little girl. You got it? One of these girls is a boy and party. Is that weird? We've just never seen it, so it's different.
hurt Don't you. Don't hurt me. I'm 86 years old. Don't hurt me. Swing it! Yeah, I mean, it's... It, I, it's an interesting concept to take... Like, the old man makeup gags are not my favorite part of those That's what my biggest concern movies. about the movie is, is because... Yeah, of all the things you could have taken from those movies and expanded upon, like, it, it's a... It wouldn't have been my first choice, but um, they managed to actually craft a decent story. I mean, it's the story you've, we've seen in plenty of other movies mm-hmm. that tackled, uh, you know, buddying up to uh, unlikely people yeah. and having them appreciate each other by the end <laughs> in a road trip. One's a cute little fat boy. Yeah. And he's not even that. He's just like chubby. But yeah. Like, uh, you know, it sets the right mood right away when. Um, it, the outside says law office and they go inside and the little boy's sitting there and he's reading about because he just, he just wants to be a fisherman when he grows up and he says my mom's breath smells bad because of all the crack she smokes <laughs> and then the people's faces are just hilarious because <laughs> they don't want to be mean to this little boy and so it's I, I don't know it's it just cracks me up and um, the thing with this movie is you have to see it to appreciate the payoffs that you're getting in the movie um, but it's really well done and it's funny. Um, you know, uh, I guess my only, I guess if I had a complaint about it is the hidden camera stuff opposed to the scripted stuff looks so different. That, that's, that's what surprised me the most is that, you know, in Jackass 3, it's like they have high definition cameras for everything mm-hmm. almost. And it seems like a good half of this movie is shot on a mini DV camera yeah. or a, uh, a really low res security camera. Mm-hmm is fine if it's like once or twice but good half of the movie is like really low resolution yeah and i understand why they do it because obviously they're hiding the cameras but yeah. you still think they could There's i mean better quality cameras you can hide i mean you could a flip cam yeah you know 1080p yeah high definition unless they're purposely trying to go for that so you could tell or even a gopro is yeah i mean unless they're trying to tell you could make it so you could see the difference so you knew if they were playing a prank on somebody maybe that might be it so yeah if it was high definition it'd be too like yeah like so it feel like polished. it was staged yeah um, but it's not because there's some really funny moments um, when you watch the credits of them revealing that it's you know a hidden camera it's okay we're just shooting yeah. a movie here yeah because uh, there's a there, one of the funniest moments in the movie is uh, Irvin's Irving Zisman. Zisman is he's going he's looking for a strip club and he goes into this one that's like a male strip club and he's trying to chat up with all the ladies there and then he decides he's gonna dance and he pulls off his pants and he has his balls are just hanging outside of his underwear. <laughs> his low hanging balls. <laughs> yeah, and uh, just the people's reactions are classic and um the male strippers that are there like look at him like <laughs> you're gonna kick his ass. Well the one guy that he just keeps dancing. <laughs> yeah, like it's he has a really, no choice to do really anything else. Unusual, yeah, yeah. Um it's just it's just bizarre. Yeah, we can't really describe the gags because one, yeah. it'll really spoil the movie for you because that's all it is is like yeah. joke like set up for you know visual joke after visual joke. So yeah, again with comedies on this show, it's yeah, it, it, you have to see it to know if it's funny or not. Really, but um, I don't know if there's an EPK that we can put on here a scene, but maybe the scene can help people see if it's funny or not. Here, here's a scene. Oh, she is muy bonita, huh? My goodness. Grandpa, look at that ride. Can I go ride it? Yes. Scram. Thank you. Ah, uh, what's your name? Grandpa! What? This thing doesn't work. What do you want me to do about it? 
fix it. Can't you Try see it. I was talking to a lady? Yes, but look. Did Try you put it. money in there? God. Try it. It doesn't work. Oh, God. Ow. Nothing. Oh. Why'd you tell me to get in there? Because I wanted you to fix it. Well, it's fixed. Hopefully we have one. I don't know. Yeah. I'm going to no. say that was hilarious. I don't yeah. know what it is. but Yeah, it's probably funny. Um, I do. Uh, the little boy in it's really cute. Yeah. Because um, he has this innocence about him. He's a pretty good uh, actor because they oh, give yeah. him some complicated stuff to work through. Yeah, because they, um, they do that thing where they send him out just to talk to people mm-hmm. and he says some really uncomfortable things. Uh, my favorite was he's looking for a new dad and he's talking to that one guy on the street and he says, will you look at me in the eyes? Will you look at me in the eyes? I love you. <laughs> I love you, dad. <laughs> yeah, it's just so weird. I can't be your dad. Oh, that's okay, dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just keeps reinforcing it. It's yeah, great. It's, and the guy can't leave because he's in his he's mind. Con- yeah, he's concerned about the kid. Like, why is this kid by himself here? I can't just take off and leave him. Yeah, know? and because people are concerned about the child, and so they have this really funny that they can't leave him, but they want to leave because it's really uncomfortable. Yeah. And that happens a few times throughout the movie where, <laughs> I, I don't want to spoil it, but, you know, he's just helping. He's being a wingman for his grandpa. Yeah. Uh, his grandpa, the, the premise of the story is that uh, Irving Dissman's wife dies, and um, his daughter has this kid, her kid. She's going to go to jail because of whatever thing she did. I don't think they ever explained exactly She's what she did. Violated her probation. Yeah. So she pawns her son off on her, you know, her dad, who's Irving Dissman. Um, and Irving Dissman's excited because now this wife's dead. He can go get Poontang <laughs> yeah. wherever he wants, whenever he wants. But. All of a sudden, he can't because this kid's cock-blocking him because he has to take <laughs> care of this kid. So he tries to pawn him off on his deadbeat dad who lives in North Carolina. Right? North Carolina? Yep. Um, and he has no other way to get him there other than to drive him there himself. So along the way, he's just trying to get rid of the kids so he can go hook up with chicks. <laughs> yeah. And he eventually starts to use the kid to hook up with chicks. <laughs> yeah. I just started laughing because I was thinking about when the little boy is there in the convenience store and he says... I'm sorry, my grandpa, He's he doesn't know any better. And the lady says, oh, he knows better. He says, well, he shits his pants sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I do not shit my pants. You piece your pants. Yeah. It's just really... In the middle of them stealing stuff. Stealing stuff. Yeah. It, it's really funny. You have to see it. Yeah. Um, I, you know, there's... I had more fun than this. I know James wanted to see The Counselor, but I, I rather wanted to see this because, you know, you need some levity every once in a while. And mm-hmm. we've had so many serious movies lately with prisoners and gravity and yeah, shitty and machete Counselor kills. just looks intense yeah, and, and I'm a like, little you know weird. What? I kind of want to watch a little kid kick the leg out from his grandpa's his chair. chair. <laughs> I laugh every time I see that. I don't know why. It's just something about it. Cracks me up. Yeah. In that shit in the restaurant gag. Oh, yeah. Which is actually, uh, it's like a cutaway in one of the other movies uh, that's like there for two seconds, which I always thought was hilarious, but I'd never heard other people laugh at. <laughs> yeah. And they totally amped it up for this movie. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. And the whole, the ending, <laughs> um, obviously they uh, foreshadow it really early on. He talks about how he's going to take care of his dead wife. Yeah. Um, I thought the ending was a little weak. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I thought there's going to be like some surprise to it, considering like I saw the foreshadowing. You know, or at least they would shoot it with people watching them. Yeah, or the know? cops show up. Yeah, would have been nice. Um, it just 
it was exactly what I expected to happen, and mm-hmm. it just. So it's I, just, it's, I expected them to surprise me, and they didn't. Exactly, so. I know what you mean. Like, because you expect this big finale, and it's just saying, "Well, here's the end." Yeah, this is what we told you was going to happen, and that's what happened. <laughs> yeah, so it's a nice shot, though. Yeah, really a uh, shot, really nice sunset, and everything. Yeah, so I agree. Uh, next week, Brad, we're seeing Ender's Game. Interesting. Um, I love seeing Harrison Ford on screen. So I do, although he hasn't been utilized. Uh, to his full potential, I don't think. Uh, he's really good at 42. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> the movie <laughs> Earlier that came this out year. this year, yeah. So, like, six months ago, he's pretty good. Yeah. Sorry, I was just thinking of Paranoia and... Um, oh, that's right. Did you see that? I didn't see it. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure he was good in it, but, yeah. I mean, it's just... I wish he wasn't so... Uh, I wish his movies would do better. Yep, I think this one will probably do pretty well. It yeah. seems like... It. Well, I don't know. Some sci-fi sometimes are hard sells. Yeah, I mean... People. This doesn't look that interesting to me, but mm. um, and I didn't read the book, so that's okay. It looks like another version of Neon Genesis, actually, without their big robots, because mm. they use kids to pilot stuff. Gotcha. So we'll see. We'll see. It'll be fun. Maybe. So I go see movies. That's right. Sweet. Until next week. Bye. Uh, in the words of James, bye. Wow. <laughs> Thanks, Brad. In memoriam for James Hart. Bye. This week. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be back next week. He's not going to miss Ender's Game. He loves that too much. Yeah. As much as he loves getting his bunghole raped in... What, where did he say he was at? Uh, at the beginning of the episode? Turkey? Something like that. Sure, Turkey. Yeah. Iran. Let's make it Iran. Sure. We don't remember. Yeah. Either way. Thanks. Visit our website, realnerdspodcast.com. You can tweet us at real underscore nerds. You can email us even, realnerds at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook. Hey, stream us on Stitcher. You want to call us? 720-6nerds5. And download us on iTunes. Just search Real Nerds. Thank you, Joe Kempter, for the wonderful voiceover. And also, Spark Mandrill, for the wonderful late-night jazz-smooth sounds of movies. You can find them on SoundCloud. This has been a Nebulous Visions production.